Hey y'all, I'm Myth, and I'm the weirdest bitch you know. This is my podcast. Hey y'all, so we have a full moon in Sagittarius coming up on June the 14th, and on the 20th, we're moving into cancer season. Yeah, how has Gemini season been treating you? I am very curious how other people are holding up. Um, Though, from checking in with people in our community, it seems that, yeah, um, there is a lightness available. Despite... (laughs) uh, the what feels like the world being on fire i suppose the world is on fire every day depending on perspective um maybe it's partially the fact that we have to find that levity in order to um be flexible enough through the winds of change during this time so anyhow i haven't even pulled the cards yet for this full moon in Sag, though just what I've sort of been feeling into myself, what I've been hearing is that this is a time for um, clarification in a way, um, a time for personally just feeling your own energy, right? Remembering what is ours, what is yours, who you are, who you are, regardless of context. I feel like we all change um, in some way, shift depending on who we're around or, you know, what's happening for us externally. But then there's also our essential, um, our soul, you know, like our our essence, like who we are. Um, And so I feel that there is like a clarification around identity, uh, a clarification and sort of an, mm, yeah, redefinition. How have we shifted? How have we changed? Who are we now? Who are we being now? Um, I'm going to go ahead and pull some cards. I am, let's see, I have two, I have four decks in front of me. (laughs) Um, I think I'm feeling called to pull from... The Alleyman Tarot, which isn't just a tarot deck. It is also, there's oracle cards in here as well. But yeah, for where for where we're at right now, I don't want to focus too terribly much on where we've been, though I will pull a card just for what, what we're evolving through, right? What we've been through that got, that got us here, right? So how this past lunation has led to this place. Who am I kidding? I am going to pull cards for... I'm going to go ahead and do the spread I always do. (laughs) Um, If you're interested in it, what the spread looks like, sometimes I'm pretty sure this one I've shared... Um, I've shared for free at some point on social media, but yeah, if, if not, 
It's the roots and soil spread that I have on Patreon. So it's like five cards, right? What we're moving out of, what we're moving into. And then here in the present moment, we have the surface, um, what's below the surface and just what's right here in this moment um, at the at our core. Yeah. And then I also pulled two cards for advice or sort of, yeah, what's sort of here from our guides, like how can we how can we work with this, right? All these other cards is just energy, the energy of this time. And all of these that have come forward except for one are actual tarot cards. The first card, though, is an oracle card. So what we're moving out of, I'm going to check it out in the Alleyman's guidebook that it came with just because... Everything else here I know I have a clear message for. So this is the card. It's actually in a reverse position. It's the only reversal that I see here. And the lone and level sands, but in reverse. So that's what we're we're moving through or what we've just moved through. Um, and the guidebook says this poet wrote this poem about a man with too much hubris. You might know it. It doesn't matter. Just look at the face of stone in the sand. That's you and your lofty self-ideals. Your certainty that if you set, set it in stone, your achievements will last forever. Take a guess what that sand will do to it as time goes on. You get the idea. This card can speak to ending and defeats, but typically it speaks to being fallible and the need to be humble. Okay, but we had it reversed. So in reverse, this card means this is the fall to glory. You're already on the way down, but the sun awaits at the bottom. Sometimes we find our meaning at the bottom of our crashing fall. Accept your new foundations and embrace the new path. Yeah, so so that's that makes sense as a reversal of that tracks, right? I don't know about y'all, but for me, um that is something that I went through quite recently where it's just like, man, I had so much pressure on myself. Like I know that I am not responsible for people's outcomes, <laughs> right? Like after a reading, like what somebody does with that information, if it resonates or not, all of that is really none of my damn business. And I know that. However, energetically, I feel like I was still unconsciously like micromanaging, like worrying, taking a lot of responsibility (laughs) for other people and other variables that I just cannot control, right? So my idealistic... um you know, all the, all the things that I, I want to control or to heal or make better in the world. It's like, yeah, okay. Some of that's out of my hands and I've truly come to accept that. I truly, I no longer am taking responsibility for outcomes or if people who I'm giving a reading to, right. If they believe what I'm saying or that it resonates or whatever, um, I have to, I have to be grateful too for my, the job that I have, um, other than giving personal readings, I also read for a pretty popular app, um, which I don't want to name here, but that through that app, I have given 
oh, almost a thousand readings. I'm very close to my 1000th reading through that platform. And, you know, some people come and they're very serious about the work and some people kind of, I don't think are realizing that I'm not a magic eight ball. I'm like a human being, right? It's when it's a text-based interaction, it's quite easy to, it's easier to let go of like, oh yeah, there's like a human giving this reading. And people sometimes do not have a positive or even a reasonable reaction to what comes through my channel. But I have the policy that I tell you exactly what, I hear and, you know, because it's here to help and not to ever make someone feel bad, right? So I've gotten better at that, right? That like all this stuff is temporary. If I am wrong, it also, you know, people are blessed with their own discernment and judgment and they get to, you know, to decide how they interact with the with the information. So anyway, maybe there's a, a an aspect of your life where you were trying to, yeah, control or have something set in stone, make it permanent. That's just not how it works, right? I had to relinquish control because it's like, it was a psychic weight that's finally just, yeah, off, off me now for the most part. I still feel it like leaving, right? I'm still on the way out with that. Okay, for this moment, on the surface, we have the Eight of Swords. At at the middle, right, at the core of this moment, we have the Eight of Pentacles, so double eights, right here in this present moment. And then beneath the surface, right, what's going on down at the at the root, what's happening maybe even in our unconscious, right, in our subconscious mind. We have six of swords. So what I'm hearing is that it's like, in a way, we are looking back and seeing where we need to make amends, where we have, where we have been the one that did harm or where we have... Um, either, yeah, unconsciously or not participated in harm and making amends, right? Um, Trying to heal what we can't. And then also in this moment, this is happening. This is not like a to-do list. You're already doing it. And this doesn't mean we're necessarily apologizing to everyone that we've ever hurt because I don't think that's reasonable and some people do not. You know, there's some things that we've all probably done where the person just does not want to ever speak to you again. And they are totally more, that is more than their right, you know? They're allowed to do to not ever want to speak again. But part of making amends, if you can't do that, it's also changing your behavior, changing the way you see other people and the way... Yeah, changing the way you operate, changing the beliefs that led to that uh, type of harm. So while this is happening on some level of your being, that Eight of Pentacles and Eight of Swords is really cool together. Um, Though when you see Eight of Swords, I mean, a lot of even this particular version of the card, it looks kind of spooky scary, but... Seeing two eights here together, I see this card 
or I see this number as representing transformation. And then when I see two of the same number in a spread, right? So these two eights, that also symbolizes transformation. So there is a big shift happening on the material level and there's a shift happening, a transformation happening in our mental processes as well. And what here is the big message for this time that I'm I'm hearing for us. It's like hitting a wall or finding our blockages, the stuck places. Um this is great. <laughs> this is not a problem. Every time you you know, hit a block or, or, you know, get tripped up. It's like, oh my gosh, more information. Here's a place where I can get curious. Here's a place where I still have work to do. And in a way it's like, it's great because it's like, wow, I know my assignment though. You may feel frustrated, right? Of course, when you want things to be moving and flowing, being told you have to like stop or feeling mentally like, yeah, I, well, I'm living in this cage that I built for myself. Right. That's what the eight of swords really is for me. I, I see it as the mental cage that we build for ourselves that only we have the power to smash. We can externalize it and say, oh, well, it's because of this. It's because of that experience. It's because I did this and now I'm messed up. Right. (laughs) Okay. More than one thing can be true at once, but you do have power. This is actually not a disempowering place. You just have to be the one to to work through and rewire your brain, the way that you operate, your belief system, everything. All of this is in flux. Thank God. Thank God. So so anywhere you're getting stuck here or you're like, oh, I'm so unhealed. Look at this thing still affecting me. Like, okay, great. That's great. Because it means you're open to information that at some point you might have been just totally denying yourself the experience, right? Experience the block. Feel it. What does it feel like? What does it feel like in your body, right? This eight of pentacles here with the eight of swords it's got this naked woman <laughs> with her hands open and she's got, um, you know, the eight pentacles in her hands. It's like, look, there's so much more in your control, in your hands, um, than you realize. We can't control everything, nor do we want to. But where you put your energy, that's in your control. How you deal with blockages or stuck places also you you have the power to to shift it. Um, this is not me saying just push through. If you're in pain or discomfort, you gotta just push through and ignore how you're feeling. Quite the opposite. Um, there's a there's like communication that needs to happen between the body and mind. That right now that's where the tension is. Right, your mind your mind and body really may not be on the same page. And that's okay. That's one of those stuck places. Like I mentioned, like that's, it's one of those things. So, so, but they're getting on the same page, right? We're, we're able to tap into the same frequency all over and emotionally, you know, that's here as well. It's all connected. It's all connected. You'll feel freer the more that you allow others to be free in your presence as well. When we're trying to control and micromanage other people, well, then we feel like more trapped and in a cage because it's like, oh, well, 
I don't want to be a hypocrite. I better act perfect so this criticism I'm giving I'm giving of someone else is uh valid or whatever. It's like no. Um just hearing that advice again where it's like you're it's not your job to fix people. It's not even really your job I would say to fix yourself. Fixing is just I don't know. It's not maybe it's just the language, but I don't even like the concept of healing has even shifted in my mind as well. Because really what we need to heal is space. Space from the things that are hurting us and, you know, space to to rest, to not have to be beholden to anything else. And I and we don't all get that at the same time. We don't all get that in the ways that maybe we envision or think we need the most, right? But but there is healing available. I just I'm I'm almost sick of the word healing. Like because there's like this idea that's like okay, and and maybe this is just me, but I I think I I'm not alone, so that's why it's coming through, but it's like, okay, let me keep just making adjustments, making adjustments. I'll one day I'll be healed or something. Like I know that that's not how it works and I I mean there's a, an unconscious part of me I think though that's still looking for a completed healed version of myself. And it's just like I don't know, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure and um fuck that. You know, uh, you're good. You're good enough as you are. You're worthy as you are. And I think the more you can lean into acceptance <laughs> of your situation and, and yourself, right? Your physical body, even the stuck places, the more you can lean into acceptance, the more that can become a, a site of healing and even Mm, from some of the cards that are that I'll be reading off here in the in a moment for the advice I'm even hearing that like the stuck place can become a portal right and I feel like I've heard that somewhere but I don't know where so I don't know maybe I maybe I just heard it from my guides but we're moving into the 10 of discs um the 10 of discs in this deck there's a few of them, but this one's very much like, it looks like glitch art. It They almost look like turntables, <laughs> like we could, like a DJ set from the top, right? Like a record player. Um, yeah, so if you've been building something in this physical reality, whether that is money, whether that is yeah, resources, things are coming to fruition. That's what I hear, right? That we are, I just got done saying something about how like a completed healed version of yourself is like unrealistic. Well, (laughs) at the same time, this is a culmination of things, 10 of discs or 10 of pentacles. Um, yeah. And I'm just hearing too, that like, Maybe it's because I see this six of swords in this moment. It's like we have to lose things to get there, right? In order to gain um, and build up whatever it is you're trying to build, whether that's your physical health, your wealth, your, um, you know, whatever. We all have different projects, different goals. 
Um, yeah, you have to, some things have to go to make space. So that's sort of what I'm hearing that like in this moment, maybe you're, you're losing something or you feel in a state of, you know, things, having to say goodbye to things, part with people even, um, but know that there, it's just not for nothing. Okay. Um, it's making room for this, this cycle ending in a way it may not be a cycle. It may be, yeah, it, it just depends on whatever is coming up for you though. When I say culmination, <laughs> completion, um, finishing. Yeah. Whatever is coming up for you though, that's probably the subject that it's referring to. So whatever comes to mind. Um, yeah. Okay. The advice cards, the advice cards are seven of pentacles and three of wands. And that three of wands, especially this version that I'm looking at, this card is a portal. It's a portal. And the seven of pentacles here it's basically this invitation to look around what is working, what is not working, do I want to keep going? If I'm working on something that I'm not in love with anymore, is it possible for that thing to change shape? Is it possible for me to change it or is it time for me to let it go and just totally, yeah, walk through this three of wands into a totally different, a totally different life. Honestly, I see like a t- environmental change, right? Like an external change, but the external change has to come from you. You, nobody's going to do it for you. You have to do it. You or you at least have to like initiate it and say, and claim it, claim that you actually want things to be totally different. If you want things to be totally different, then then claim it, right? Um, because what I'm sensing and, and sort of feeling from this time is that there may be this desire to just sort of like deny yourself the reality of whatever you're in that's not working. And that's sort of how the seven of pentacles can come about. Like, okay, I'm moving along, moving along. I feel like I have to. So I'm just going to accept all of this stuff that's actually really not working for me. And I and it's interesting because acceptance already came up. When I say acceptance, I'm talking about acceptance for the things we definitely cannot change, right? So there's a few things I would say that we're we're truly able to shift and change more than we give ourselves credit for. But there are some things that maybe you don't even really want to change, but you want to be more okay with, right? And those are the things where I'm like, you know, reach for acceptance rather than trying to fix yourself. But if you are in a relationship, in a job, in some other external environment, like a living situation that's just not working for you and it's exhausting, well, that's where this three of wands comes in with that portal energy where you can say, you know what, I'm going to claim and admit that I don't want this shit. I don't like how it feels. You know, check in, that seven of pentacles being here, it's like check in with the body. 
How does the body feel about your life right now? The mind has totally different information sometimes because the mind might go through and compare, you know, with our ideals, might compare with other people or think, oh, I'm supposed to be further along or in some other, I'm supposed to be in some other form, right? The brain can say all that. But then your body might have totally, probably does have totally different information. Sometimes I'll check in with my body and it's like, oh, wow, this is actually, you know, the more I am present with my body and actually communicate with and talk to it, the more it's like, oh, actually, maybe I'm all right. Or, oh, this is what needs to change. And it can be easy. It doesn't have to be hard all the time. Not everything worth doing takes hard work. (laughs) Not everything worth doing takes hard work. And that is a limited, I had the limited belief that I'm still working through of like, I have to work hard to create value. Not true. Not true. I don't have to work hard to create value. Uh, I know that. Because I have been learning from actually a few different people, a few different teachers and creators where it's like, mm, no, the idea that we have to exhaust ourselves, create, like produce, produce, produce um, lots of, of stuff in order for it to be valuable or worthy, that's actually um, internalized capitalism, or some other you know symptom of a limited belief that we have about what makes what creates value okay information that is applied in the best context for that information right consider like your audience for example this is this is what the metaphor that works for me because you're listening you're my audience right my whole point is not to say sweeping, general, perfect truths, okay? My aim and and, and what I'm doing is actually to speak specifically to the people who have resonated with something else I said in the past and come and listen for something that is specific and useful to you. So if this podcast is 10 minutes and the information is useful, and beneficial to whoever listens, that is actually going to be more valuable than an hour-long, you know, conversation with myself here where um, nothing is resonant, nothing hits, and nothing is helpful, right? Uh, Even if I really stress over the content, it's like the point is that it, it reaches in the correct context, right? who it's meant to reach. So you don't have to work hard for your work to be potent and to do what it's meant to do. Things can be easier than they are, right? I've realized that putting my energy into finding ways to do what I do, but create ease, it's led to better work. It's led to Actually, more people listening. There's more people listening now that I've chosen to go on easy mode, so to speak, 
then when I was really pushing and trying, I mean, there was just so much pressure I put on myself. And I think in a way I put on other people too, to show up and participate. Um, I had to let all that shit go. I had to let all that shit go. I'm going to be here talking to myself so that I can revisit this in the future. And if nobody listens, that's okay. Future me will listen. And, um, you know, that attitude has really helped. It's really helped. Uh, there, the little scarcity voice part of me is still around, of course. And, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shut that person within me up. Cause there's, there's, I think valuable information, even in like the shittiest parts of myself, right? The, the parts of yourself that may be petty or maybe like clinging to the old paradigm that you have, you know, put forth a lot of effort to rewild, you know, I'm not going to shun any part of myself and I recommend that, you know, I, I, I can say this, most everyone um, that I have worked with, that there's no part of yourself you need to abandon. When you're abandoning yourself, you're not healing it, right? Um, so listen, it doesn't mean that they need to drive, right? Um, but there's information even in our most uh, maladaptive coping mechanisms. They've got us this far. And ultimately, the more you trust yourself, the more you truly lean into, I have the answers. I can, I can know what to do, right? I don't need an external source. The more you can listen to things and say, oh, well, that resonates or this part doesn't resonate and it's okay. It's not an attack. <laughs> if something doesn't resonate, I can just let it go because it's not about me. Um, and that, yeah, that's the acceptance piece. So I hope this is helpful. You are... If you're listening to this, you're going through a big transition, most likely, uh, in the areas of your mind and physical material reality. And so I want to remind you, especially while we're still here in Gemini, aka lover's season, that you get choices. Maybe not about everything, Maybe some of your choices totally, you know, that your options aren't great, but there's usually more than two options. So um, if you find these valuable and you're not already a patron, I would love to have you at patreon.com slash sleepyhousehealing. We have a pretty great Discord community um, I've learned so much, just, it's a good spot, the Discord community is a good spot to plug resources, and I add free books, I add, um, yeah, playlists, I add YouTube videos, things that I have found useful and want to share with everyone, so it might be worthwhile just to, yeah, to interact with other people 
who who also resonate with this work because you probably have a lot in common. Um, but yeah, on Patreon, I'm also, I'm continuing to do a card by card interpretation sort of, um, it's basically writing a guidebook, but from my perspective on the tarot and yeah, membership starts at $2. I would love to have you. Um, also I am still in the planning stage, but I have made a little fundraiser for the free medicine cabinet that I am planning to build in my community here in Southern Middle Tennessee. If you would like to contribute, I am going to be doing a timeline jump group event that I'm not going to sell any tickets for. Um, it's going to be open to all patrons and it's going to be open to anybody who donates to the medicine cabinet. I realize there's some overlap. So thank y'all who have donated. I'm not going to touch the money until I have time to go and get the building materials. And yeah, basically the idea is if you've ever seen one of those little free libraries, it's going to be like that, but it's going to be herbal medicine. And I am just fucking thrilled. I'm so excited because in my community, most free things are, I'll say right now, all of the free things that we know about, publicly at least, are religious affiliated. A church that um, will then be like, okay, here you go, you're welcome, and and invite you to church. And, and I find that there's sort of like a pressure that once you accept their help, that you're meant to go to their church and be part of their community. And what I want to offer is free herbal medicine for anybody and everybody who wants it with just no strings attached at all. I just want to give people stuff and hook them up with herbs. So I'm growing most of them. I have an herb garden myself um, and I'm making medicine and yeah, it'll be honor system basically. So anything I put in there, I'm going to mention, you know, who is this for? Who is this not for? What are the contra- the common contraindications? And yeah, so because what I hear so often is people don't even have, they don't have the cash to, or the, the access to find out what can help them and use it consistently to see if it works. So I want to give, you know, provide people with um, access to commonly used herbs and safe herbal medicine so they can see what helps them and then they, then they know, you know, um, spreading the herbal gospel. <laughs> so anyhow, y'all have a wonderful full moon. I'm releasing this a little early just because I'm trying to pay attention to my energy and what I'm available for. So when I get in the mood to do something, I just try to run with that um, rather than waiting until it's the actual full moon in a couple of days and, uh, you know, trying to force myself to do it. That's not a good place for me to create from. So yeah. Okay. I think that's everything. I love y'all. Have, have a great full moon in Sagittarius. Bye.